0: I want to thank my friends David and, uh, and Debbie for, if it's not the first time, for bringing us back into the house for, to learn together. The <coughs> Mechaber, the author, has been helping us appreciate how much every effort that we make to become to place HaKadosh Baruch at the centre of our lives. How that helps us to be less attached to the external part of life. And when we're less attached to the external part of life, it's a lot easier it's a lot easier to deal with the, with the with the ups and downs of 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 our existence, and to remain focused on the on the of life. And therefore, on the highest level, he was explaining: even the thought of death is not frightening doesn't paralyze or frighten a person because that too is not only that too, but that itself is the tachlis of man's being able to be Dhavactasham, to be attached to and to be unburdened by physical reality. Obviously the person looks at life from the perspective of physical existence, the end is the most frightening thing, and so is anything that in any way jeopardizes his pleasure of the physical world. So to the degree or to the extent that a person makes Hashem the center of his life the center of and is Hashem the center of his life then the question is always will this help me get closer to Hashem or will this keep me further from him it's always it's always that one question and when something will help when get closer to Hashem so then that's the tachos of his life and he completes the here. With one very important Nakud at the end, and then he summarizes. So let's learn on the bottom of page 9, where it says, There's a second point here that's important. And unless, we, unless we learn to adjust our way of thinking to this, it, it, it's very, very hard. To become David Hashem and to align ourselves with Hakadosh Baruch in our lives. He doesn't really develop this fully in Chelik Dalad in this Chelek of the Sefer. He talks about this much more in the in the latest Chelek which is called Daas Atzmacha, which is absolutely astonishing Sefer that we're going to be learning in Mitzvah Shabbos for. For the, for the coming few months Starting in a, in a couple of weeks But here He touches upon it Until now We've clarified the simple Nakuda Nakuda hapshuta That if a person is Seeking his creator If a person is seeking Hashem what comes with that is a desire to let go of this world. Letting go of this world does not, as we learned, mean doesn't mean to God to be not care about one's health, or about, about uh, one's house and so on, or other people not, not to be involved. But it means not to need and be dependent upon this world. To let go, as we've been talking about throughout this entire period, to let go. But now we have to clarify the deeper nakuda the, the deeper point. Why is it that we have such a mishagas for this world? What is it that we? What is it that we're so mishgass at for this world? Why is it that we want so badly? Why do we have such a yearning for this world? Now, if you'd ask somebody that, they'd I like it. What am I, something it, it looks nice. I like it. It's not complicated. It's not that simple. What's the root and source? Other than the fact that, we're, that that our bodies draw us, our physical lives draw us to things of this world, but what's the underlying underlying shorish of our preoccupation with physical things, despite the fact that all of us know that this is a very brief, should be 120 year journey, with, filled with health and simchus, but it's a but it's a relatively in the bigger picture of in the bigger picture of, of time each one of us has a certain tiny little khayluk being in this world and every one of us knows that 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 uh, in the end it's not going to make a difference whether you own this or you own that or whether you shop here or you shop there and yet there's such a histrickercus for things there's such a need and a longing for things that we all know with absolute clarity are havel, havel. Mean absolutely nothing at all. We I mean, know that's not something. That, if anybody is masupik, if anybody is in doubt, if anybody's in doubt about whether that's true, so then he hasn't entered into the world of Yiddishkeit. He hasn't taken one step past the mezuzah of Yiddishkeit. Every one of us knows, without a question, that what we see and what is looked at is seen as important in the eyes of a world without Torah, without Hashem's book, is Havel Havel And yet, it's so appealing. It's so attractive. It's, it's so exciting. At that the Olam, the world, is Ma'alim, it covers and conceals that which we know to be true. So how is it that this cosmetic Treatment of reality is so effective. Where does that come from? Page 99. That is a natural. It's it's so natural for a person to, to connect to this world and to want this world. The ketsad you is kishrei nafshu Now, how can we break that hold that olam hazeh that this world has over us? Where we feel so comfortable and natural in Al-Mazza. how do we break? How do we break that hold of alamazah? Again, not to reject physical life; it's not. It's never suggested that once, but to break the hold and the spell that it has over us. That physical life is causing us, and our, and our attachment to physical life is causing us to forget our tachlis and to. Live lives that are not at all, that are not that are not at all consistent with what, with what we believe in. It's not consistent with what we believe in. How do we break that spell of alam hazeh? How do we break that hold of alam hazeh so that our minds will be free and our souls will be free to think about the true tachlis of why we're here? The true tachlis of why we're here. Kishiyatsu, Klal Yisrael in When we left Mitzrayim, Amalek Adosh Baruch Hu, Baruch Hu said. Adosh Baruch Hu said to Bnei Yisrael, Ki avadai heim. Those are three very simple words. Even a person who has the most basic understanding of Hebrew knows, Ki avadai heim means, they are my servants. They are my servants. Ki avadai heim. That's all of Yerushkaim. Ki avadai heim. Ha mahalach shel ha-yehudi. The mahalach, the way of life of a Jew. The path of a Jew in this world. Ha tachlis shalai. And his tachlis in this world is to reach that madreg of being a true servant of Hashem every orthodox Jew would sign his name to that would agree and if you can't agree to that then you, 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 you're, you're walking through the wrong place but if you're an orthodox Jew if you consider yourself an orthodox Jew so then that's the task of life you're my servant with all of the achievements of Moshe Rabbeinu, and as great as Moshe Rabbeinu was we say in Shachris and Shabbos what's the greatest thing that Moshe Rabbeinu had what's the greatest thing what did he pride himself most on what did he put up on his wall as, as, his, as his greatest greatest accomplishment in this world Ki Evet That he was a faithful servant of God. Ki There's nothing better you could say. Even though Meshire Benu reached the 49 levels of Bina and he, and he knew everything and he was uh, the, the biggest Navi that ever lived. Everything was unbelievable. Nobody nobody can can match any of that. And still, when the Renshal wants monster tell us What's the, what's the sweetest thing I could say about him? What's the most chosheva thing I could say About my Maisha The most chosheva thing is Evan neman That's what it says Evan neman A loyal servant Eved neman Kerasavai You called him an Eved neman That's the nicest thing that Hashem could say about a Jew Eved neman Adam is who loy Lahenas this is the Nakunda. This is the hardest thing. There's a big, big tzaddik some of you might have heard of. He lived in the last century. It wasn't so long ago. He has, he has, mishpacha, that that's still very active tzaddik in uh, the as well. Rabbi Hud Ashlag. Did any of you ever hear of him? So, Rabbi Ashlag, Zachan Rajracha, is a big tzaddik. He, he was the one who wrote the, the, Commentary that's called the Sulam on the Sefer He was a very great tzaddik. He had many other svaram. He was a big makubu, and his children and grandchildren are right, His whole, his whole chsides, his whole, his whole understanding of Torah revolves around this one Nakuda. The Nakuda, some of you might be familiar with if you've learned Mechter Meiliyahu who was unquestionably influenced by these writings, then the de is, is the difference between a, a Naysim and a Naitel. Some of you who have learned of Mikhter Melio, you're familiar with the, the monumental section and the first Chelek of, of Mikhter Melio, on the, on the uh, subject of chesed. The, the mabat of chesed. That, that section of the Sefer It deals with two personalities. The personality of the nosen. Of the one who is the giver. And notel, the one who is the taker. And all of us. All of us are either nosnim or notlem. Not completely one way or the other. But dominant one recessive other. And this is the question of a person's life. It's the tachas of life is to become an evid neman. An evid neman so he explains. A person a person has to live his life in a way that he's not seeking to benefit and to receive. Now automatically, there's something that starts to rise in the heart. Maybe, by, maybe you're such a big satekus something. But regular people, they have this feeling, what is my, I can't, I can't enjoy. I can't enjoy anything. What does this mean? So be careful and, and not to, not to run ahead into something silly. A person's life has to be led in such a way, where his purpose is not to find, is not to find pleasure and not to benefit and to gain from his life in this world. Gaining mean, of course, physical things from life in this world, and even in rochni is on a high level. We'll see. Ella, how should a person live? The bchinas vaasisa the Yaakovina didn't want to be buried in Mitzrayim, as you all know. Please, do with me an act of kindness and of truth. Don't bury me in Egypt. I'll that doesn't only have to do with where your where a person's tombstone is, where a person's actually buried. That that request, which is the deepest, deepest rotson of a Jew, don't bury me in Egypt. Kindness and truth, Al Nosik What does that mean? Don't bury me in Egypt. What does it mean? If your life is not a life Of chesed Emes, Chesed ve'emes Chesed Emes, Kindness and truth Then in effect Regardless of where you live Or where you die You are buried in Mitzrayim You are buried in Mitzrayim Buried in Mitzrayim is not just a place where persons physically buried. It's a way of living. There are people who live their lives buried in Mitzrayim. Mitzrayim is the world. is a world of taking, not giving. Mitzrayim is a narrow, Mitzar, as we spoke about many, many times. And you all know, it's a narrow, narrow world where the person's field of vision is limited to himself and maybe his loved ones in a small circle of friends which nowadays means around 4,000 people but, but the person's but I'm not at any deep level it just means a very very broad broad level so that is called Mitzrahim I don't want to be buried in Egypt I want a life of chesed and tr- and truth not Mitzrayim means to to beg Hashem for help, not to get buried in the self centered, meaningless life of the taker. Of the taker. He explains, Hagulah Mitzrayim, the redemption from Mitzrayim the coming. It's going to be Pesach soon. Hagulah Mitzrayim, redemption from Mitzrayim hagulah min hameitzrah means redemption from narrowness from smallness from living a pathetic tiny life that's what it means gulah from itsrah it means gulah from meitzrah meitzrah hagulah min betzaim gulah min hameitzrah mekol hama shrim l'adam ba'vinas ekonomies anything that obstructs and holds you back from being a servant of god any maitzar a maitzar means something that's holding you in it's imprisoning you it's keeping you back you could could, a person could live in a a, a mansion a big 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 house with many acres of property and he could have ten houses like that in different places and he's living in a maitzar and you could have another person that lives in a, a tiny little one-bedroom apartment someplace in, a, in some in, in some uh, uh, some someplace on a mountain or whatever it is, and he and he and he's free from all the mitzvot and he's a free person. It doesn't have to do, doesn't have to do with, with furniture and with walls and with things like that. From anything that's holding you back from from being a servant of Hashem. To be free from Egypt depends upon making that choice to live a life of Chesed veEmes. Chesed veEmes is the antidote to being buried in Mitzrayim slash Meitzorim. It's the antidote. It's the cure. It's the opposite of a life of Mitzrayim. The life of Chesed and Emes is the opposite. Chesed ve amis, hi chesed shel emes Chesed shel emes As Rashi says, and all of you I'm sure know, that the meaning of chesed shel emes is to give without expecting anything in return. Without waiting for anything in return. That's why taking care of a person who has died is called a chesed shel emes as Rashi says over there from Chazal, because, because uh, you're, you're doing that. For that, for that person who has passed away Without him being able to do you any, any uh, To reciprocate You know uh, With any taiva in this world So That's called the chesed shal emes al chesed al It's an amazing, amazing sentence Meaning If you live a life of giving Chesed shal emes giving without expectation, without expecting anybody to reciprocate or to return anything, without expecting that from the world either, not just from other people. Not expecting it from the world, which we'll see in a minute what that means, even from objects or plants. Not expecting anything, only one thing, chesed, shall emes, shall emes, for the sake of giving and doing, and, only such a person is able to escape the burial plot of Egypt, a life of mitzvah, of smallness, and of imprisonment. If <speaking> a <in Hebrew> person's objective, if his goal, and everything in life is lasei <speaking> chesed. <in Hebrew> to do for others not to try to do something to find and to search how this is good for me but to be an avid mamish to be a servant of the Bari Arlam who sent you here to do for others what's comfortable for me Ma noachla. Ma taivla. What's good for me? A person could say, I've, and the person, people have said this, I, find, I feel that two children is what I can handle. That's what's good for me. I'm not talking about somebody got for me with an illness. Two children, that's noachli. Three children, has kamavakam, four children or more, that's something which is, that's law noachli. It's not comfortable for me. It's not good for me. I'm not talking about what's good for the children. There is a cheshma like that, that, you ha- that that sometimes with children nowadays, especially one has to be careful how much time each child needs. I'm not talking about that. That's a different khajm, what's best for the child. I'm not, that's not an argument, what's best for the child. That depends on different conditions of a person's life, that a child sometimes, what's best for the child could be some more time. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about, and to begin with, a parent's parent's decision of having children or not having children, as if it's up to him. But let's say a person feels that way to have children or not to have children. It's a question of what's better for me. Or I'll give you another example. The choice that I've heard often from people, when they choose a yeshiva for a child, will I feel comfortable with the other parents of this school? I hear this all the time. Or will I feel uncomfortable? With the, you know, it's not... I, mean, I don't know if I'll feel comfortable with the, with the parent body. This, it's not a of of... The choice of the yeshiva is not that you should feel comfortable. Or that you should have more friends. Or that they shouldn't look at you funny when you walk into the dinner because you dress differently or something like that. The choice of the school is whether or not it's a place where your child can, can learn to become an el to be a God-fearing Jew. But when you place yourself at the center of life, then your decisions are always coming back to you, your favorite person. Man no what's comfortable for me. Even decisions like that, like a yeshiva, or a decision, or a decision where to live, Ma-no-ach-li How to spend time There's never been such Unbelievable need That I spoke once to a group of, uh, of young mothers In Farakwe A few years ago And I know I got some of them a little bit upset But uh, I hope that they forgave me But I, I didn't say it in a bad way But I was Never have we seen such a, 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 a Need for young mothers to go away from their children, to leave their children off with grandparents, or to to go and to leave their children. It's uh, it's, it, it's there's never been such a, a thing. Maybe to, to say to think that the answer is only well, never because they've never had opportunities. You know, it's because there was never easy pairs or there were never places to go. Something like that. The idea of leaving of the need. Which, which, which you often hear in the circle of our holy young mothers things like "I need my own space, which is a very common sentence, I need my own space. I'm not saying that a person doesn't can't get my sugar. and it's, it's certainly easier for a man to say something like this because when you feel need when a guy feels he needs his own space, he just makes up some excuse why he can't be home that day. but a woman can never be away from her children. But that opinion of abandoning children, uh, it's a different drag. I'm not talking about the way people leave a kid someplace in an irresponsible way, although that happens also. But just the new need for space, ma noachli, ma tov li, what's good for me, what's good for me, what's comfortable for me, that way of life, is being buried and it buries people in Mitzrayim. And those people who live that way are, are oftentimes I don't want to say not to use the word usually, but oftentimes living lives filled with disappointments, with anger, with frustration, with kindness against parents and friends. Because there are a million reasons in life why it will turn out to be at the end of the day, Shalohaya Kokach Noach Lucha. But it didn't work out that it was as givaldic as you wanted. And then you start pointing fingers. And you have tiny, People have kindness against their own children. Why don't you let me sleep? Somebody could say that to, like a, to an infant. And the baby looks up. I not what you're talking about. I just feel like crying. I'm a baby, and babies do stuff like that. So why not you leave me alone? Just give me a bottle or hold me or something. Don't, I need to sleep. I need to sleep. You shouldn't have gotten married and had kids. You had, you got married. You wanted to have a kid, so here I am. I cry. This is what babies do. But, but but my friend had a baby that didn't cry. So your friend, has, your, friend, your friend has big muzzle. Don't worry. There's gonna be there'll be other things later on. But uh, but right now I'm crying because it's what babies do. You did, you didn't want to have you wanted to have a baby, uh, but you wanted someone else to take care of you. Oh, I didn't know that. I don't know why I'm spending so many nights And mornings and afternoons In non-Jewish arms I didn't, know, I didn't expect that to happen But I'll tell you the truth When my neshama was sent down from Shemaim, I thought I was going to be in my mother's arms All day and all night I didn't expect to be In, in, in somebody else's arms I didn't think that would be not A grandmother, that's for sure good too But I didn't expect to be In the arms of someone that's not from our people I didn't expect uh, okay, Ma, you tell me you need your space. We say, okay, where are you going? This is the baby saying, where are you going? You've got to get away for a few days. Uh, you know, I'll leave a cell phone number. you got to get away. Space. There's never been such an Indian like this as now. I mean, it's, and, I'm not, and I'm not in any way belittling the feelings of, of frustration and so but where does it come from? That's what we're learning. Where does it come from? It comes from the same place that that generates within us such a need for things of this world. The need for things of this world means a life with myself at the center, and myself at the center, what the world can do for me. The question is always, what can I get from the world? What can I get from this moment? I. Not what can I give. What can I do? But what can I get? What can I have? And whenever that's disappointed, or whenever it's frustrated, a person feels terribly broken. Depending upon the nature of the expectation of what they were going to get from it. Whether it's a night's sleep. I thought I was going to get a good night's sleep. It didn't work out. Because that night's sleep was something that I wanted from the world. And I expected from the world. And the world didn't give it to me, so I'm upset. I can even be upset at the babies. There are people not Hashem Jews but there are people who have who have killed their own babies. Hashem When when we had our first child very Zwei Hashem, a long time ago, in the hospital room next to us there was a woman who threw the baby in the garbage dump outside the window. In the room next to us. And she and she just went to the bathroom, got got dressed and walked to the hospital. The police got her out, got her going leaving the house. She just walked out of the hospital. She threw the baby into it. The baby was bothering her. I don't know. In the hospital, they take her away. I don't know. But she didn't like that. that the baby. She didn't want to have the baby in the stomach. I don't know. I didn't have a schmooze with her or anything like that. But she threw the baby into it. She threw the baby away. She so like, said, like a person would. Like the, not even, she didn't hide it or try to go somewhere with the baby. She took the baby in the risk of having. Like, like, like a person would throw out a, a diaper, a schmater. so A Jew would never do such a thing It's a a caleon that a person has That sometimes a person feels like they're going crazy You would never do anything like that But a person can feel that they're going crazy When you have a child From the moment that that child is in the world Even before But from the moment the child is in the world Unless you make a cabal upon yourself That from now until I die My life is given over to this person You're going to have a lot of problems Unless you live that way, there's gonna be a lot of problems because there are a couple of billion disappointments mm-hmm. that can come up along the way, and if and if it's if you're in it for for yourself, for yourself, it's gonna be very very bitter. The kids don't always live up to your, what you yourself wanted for yourself on many levels, on, on the most basic level of wanting to have peace and quiet, and a much deeper level of wanting to have the son who does this and the daughter who looks like that and so if it's for you if the kid is for you you're gonna have a rough, rough ride. It's gonna be very hot. And there's gonna be a lot of inyonan. It's gonna be a lot of inyan. And we saw more in the older generation, I'm not just romanticizing, I can only speak from my own experiences, but we saw in the older generation that there was such a musag, a way that a mother had that my life is completely for my children. A musag like that. It's a different way of thinking. My kids don't get in my way. They're not like getting into my act. That's it's a different way of thinking. It's the thinking of Sein of the one who's giving. The person who's in na'itel gets buried in Mitzrayim, and then, then this world traps you and, and traps you, and it and and it causes tremendous, tremendous pain and, and smallness and so on that's what he's explaining what, what's good for you what's comfortable for you what do you get from the world what am I getting out of this that that person's way of looking at, at everything is what can it do for me what can this do for me that person and from there, from there develops a, uh, An obsession with the world Because the world, according to you The world was created to serve you And when something is there for you, you You want it If you believe it's there for you You want it It's here for me so I want it If that's your way of thinking So then you want it And when you don't get it oh and if somebody else gets it and you think it's coming to you and so on all of those complications because the world is for you so TV. we understand it. it's natural one has to fight with this nature it's natural for a person to look for himself in everything to look for himself what's comfortable, what's good What's pleasing? A <coughs> What's good? Ma <What's> noimlo. pleasant. <laughs> but a person must sit and think deeply about this. never. That's not why he was created. That wasn't why he was created. The Rishon created us. The Rosham created man and only a Baruch could be Koveya, could establish what's the Tachlis of man. Adam Ma'ya Tachlis That's a sentence to keep in mind always. Every minute. A person, is shum, you could philosophize all you like. And you could read a lot of books and you could even write a new thesis about why you exist. But there's no way in the world that you could Establish the reason for your existence That's the Baruch Is the creator and, and he created us for a certain purpose You could make up Other, other reasons why you created You could do that It, it, it would, it, it, would be as, it would be as Absurd as As a watch that was made by the watchmaker And thinks that it's here To do something other than show the time Which is so silly and if a watch would have such a thought, anybody would say, What's the matter with you, you silly little watch? You were created to, to let this person know what time it is. So he says, No. I was created I was created to be free and to do what I want and to leave this miserable little store and to go out into the big world and you know, to do this and to do that and to find fortune and true love and and, and, and the and the uh and the watchmaker says, No, I made you to tell the time And why don't you stop with the rest of that stuff And just do what you're supposed to do Anything else in the world That would have the goal The chutzpah, the nerve To tell its creator what it was created for Only a human being could do such a thing To have such a chutzpah To write books and to philosophize When everything was was given to us On Har Sinai, we were told what our ta'akhlis is It's a chutzpah Look, That's a man That's a human being there's nothing you can do you can scream and kick and yell I have a different tahta it's not to tell time I have a different tahta it's not to serve God not to to give not chesed have something else listen to this here you have to know a little bit Hebrew this word it's impossible for a person Lismakeach With the Creator What does it mean Lismakeach? You know what it means with the Huh? Beit It's not bid Huh? Argue Argue, debate's not bid But maybe thinking about Vikuach probably but, it's, but it is still close Challenge Challenge is also good But there's such a good word And all of us have done it If we're truly Jewish argue. Handel argue. <laughs> And it means to handle.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. To handle means when someone tells you a price and you start to handle. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's, uh, we have a Yerusha to be the kings and queens of handling. <laughs> it says, <laughs> You can't handle with Rabbi Yishalam. Can we discuss this or we'll work out something, but, you know, a deal? Uh, you can't you can't handle with the Kaddish Baruch He was the one that created us, and he and he made us for a specific tachlis, and that is not negotiable. You can't handle with them. is like the word mekach or memka, which means to do business, negotiate, to bargain, something like that. They try to find the bargain, to handle. You can't handle with this. There's no such thing. Hamidstream Armaru. Oh, now the Mitzrayim, they don't like this. The Egyptians, the way of life of Egypt, is very much against this. So what do they say? Hovnuschak maloi, Hovnuschak Chakmolo. Let's be smart. Let's outsmart. Let's outsmart the Jewish people. Let's outsmart their God. God, is maloi. Let's think of a of an answer. The So they, their idea was, we're going to find a way to prevent the the and Shal Yisrael, the Redeemer, mashiach We're going to find a way to prevent the Redeemer from from uh, from being in the world. So they came up with different aitzes to, to drown the boys and so on. So there was a heschaklus. Having a means there's an eight of how to get out. Of the Rabbi Shalom's Tachlis. There's an aid to having a schak maloi. There's a way to handle. Handling means there's a way to find a way out. To find a way out. There's a way to handle. Heim Rotzul his schak came, lebkinus of Asisi, himadi chesivamus, anasik vereinibim mitsayim. Heim Rotzul his mitsayim. They wanted the way of life of Egypt And they did not want it to be a Jewish people on earth They didn't want there to be a new way That's the way of chesed ve'emes Chesed Shel emes Which is a life of giving They wanted to continue To continue Enjoying and benefiting from And indulging in the world of taking Which is called mitzrayim Metsarim What I want, what's good for me, what's comfortable for me the redeemer of the Jewish people Moshe Rabbeinu was going to teach a new way he's going to receive the Torah and the Torah is going to teach a new way a life of serving a life of giving and a life of serving a life that's not for yourself that's not Egyptian and that's not anything that the Midstream were interested in the <speaking> in <Hebrew> Tehanval means to think of ways out to think of ways out <speaking in> have <Hebrew> How do I get out of this? How do we get out of this new idea of Yisrael, of Knesset Yisrael? This new idea that... I mean, not that the Egyptians were consciously thinking about this, but the Knemis the of Egypt resists. Egypt, Mitzrayim, means a narrow, self-centered life. Mitzrayim re- resists, by nature, the world of hispashtus of Yisrael. So therefore, Mitzrayim is trying to think of ways to prevent the march of Knesset Yisrael into the world. To prevent that. How do we stop that from happening? How do we stop that? And there have been other, there have been other nations and people in history who have tried to find a final solution. To put an end to this, to suffocate this, this voice of Knesset Yisrael, the sound of Eved Naman of a life of giving there have been many many people the world can't stand that sound of Knesset so. so that's what the Egyptians wanted to think of a way how to stop this and not to feel guilty to just have a good time in the world to have a good time just to take, to take, to take to stress on the world and to get from the world to be buried in Egypt, and not to worry about bigger bainas and about invisible things and giving and all that stuff, just to take. Unfortunately, this this uh, effort on the part of Egypt to think of a way out, to figure out some way of bypassing the Creator and handling with the rabbi Unfortunately, to one degree or another, this exists in each and every person. Any person who thinks that he, who sets up his life in such a way that he's going to live for himself, as opposed to being a servant of God, is trying to throw Moshe Rabbeinu into the Nile. You understand? He's trying to throw Moshe Rabbeinu into the Nile. He's trying to throw away. The, the tachlis of man's creation, which is, which was revealed to Moshe Rabbeinu and Hasina. He's trying to kill Moshe Rabbeinu. Moshe Rabbeinu is the life of Evan Nam, It's the life of the Jewish people. It's the life of giving, of chesed for Mitzrayim is the life that's for oneself. That's the world of Mitzrayim. Inside each and every person, inside each and every person there's this paro there's this mitzvahim and that mitzvahim is thinking of ways thinking of ways to live for myself thinking of ways to bypass this scary this scary big reality of of, of serving of serving the Islam. And to and to live a life where I could get like people say I got the he got the most out of life. If if when people die they say he, he got the most out of life. Whatever he climbed, he climbed a lot of mountains, he rode a lot of bicycles, and he whatever he did, and he got the most out of life. As if life was given to us to get something out of, as opposed to giving something into. And that's the and that's the difference between a Mitzri and a Yehuda and a Yisrael and the and and the Mitzrayim therefore we're thinking of of chachnis, chachnis ways of how to of how to create a lifestyle that will serve my needs not to listen to to the to the to that way of Knesset Yisrael it says how to live a life of evan, neman, kerasa and that's going on inside each person the 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 Yid, the Jew, and the Mitzvah. Inside each and every one of us there's a Jew and there's an Egyptian. The Egyptian wants to drown my Rabbeinu. The Jew wants to save my Rabbeinu. That goes on inside each person. You could think of no tachas of your life. What's the tachlis of your life? To collect this, to build that, to make this, to do that. So the tachlis? You can make a new tachlis. And people think they can handle that shab- to make a new tachlis for their lives. It's a new tachlis. A man gets up Shabbos morning. He wakes up Shabbos morning. What's the tachlis of his life? It's Shabbos. You only get a certain amount of Shabbos is your whole life, you know? It's only one-seventh of life, Shabbos. It's tachlis, ma'aseh, shumayavar, Shabbos. A person, a man wakes up Shabbos morning and he's thinking, okay, he'll plan my Shabbos out. How do I make the most of this Shabbos? Maybe Ashkama Danyin. He looks at the clock. Uh, Ashkama started at 7.15. It already is 7.20. But if I get to Shul by 7.40, it's still respectable. I'll slip into the back. I'll be there in time, like my Kriyashima maybe and I'll uh, get away with finishing shul that I could be finished at shul maybe by like a quarter to nine and then and then uh, I'm not saying God forbid the people of God has got I'm saying that this this particular person is not getting up to da- to to be able to dive in and learn the rest of the day. So then you're making a chasm of what now that frees me up, that means I could be home by, by nine o'clock I could be home by nine o'clock. That's pretty good so it means, uh, you know, it could be like two hours uh, two and a half hours, maybe three hours to begin with. Maybe I could relax. I could read something I wanted to read. I could rest a little bit to prepare for the afternoon rest. And <laughs> and it's not it's not bad. It's not bad. It's that, you know, maybe I'll even make that shear, you know late in the afternoon if I get enough rest and so on. It was the person's avoider in his mind when he opens his eyes and looks at the clock. Is how will Shabbos make me feel good? Housewives make you feel good. So you come down to the kitchen. Smells good. The child is up. He looks around a little bit. Oh, there's some designers, There's a coffee. But you mean it's getting later? It's getting later. The is very davening. The is very davening. It's pitter-pattering around the kitchen. It's the only time that men do that. It's like hanging around the kitchen. If the, the if if the wife is is up. She doesn't understand if the clock says no, not to, forget about Ashkar, I mean, the, the clock says like you know whatever it is, nine o'clock to something like that, and she still hears that tzaddik, turning around, her, you know things like moving in the kitchen. What's he doing there? Unless you don't remember your tachlis either. What's he doing there? It's nice. They're already they're already davening. They're already saying she was in is to the creator of the world at Shabbos. What's he doing? But the person's whole tachlis. Is even what can Shabbos give me? What can what can Shabbos do for me? To get from Shabbos, what do I get out of Shabbos, what do I get from Shabbos, but Shabbos is It's the one day where you don't have to make believe you're a servant, a slave for somebody at work, or for some other nairishke, and it's the one day you can be real, and even then. You're, you're, you're a slave to the, to the to the scariest the scariest boss of all That's yourself And you're on For a little more sleep And to eat a little bit more and to, and to rest And to whatever it is that a person is looking for I'm not saying that one shouldn't have rest on Shabbos I'm talking about When the person's way of thinking Is what Shabbos can do for me What can a young do for me Be careful next time Because now we're going to come into mr Shabbos Pesach be careful, when you, if God said that a woman says such a lot, it's a long yantiv. it's a hard yantav, there's so much to do yontif. Be careful, because that's not pleasing to Hashem's Bach when a woman says that God knows how hard it is for you To do all the cooking and taking care of a house that's, that's between you and the Urbani You don't have to make comments like that Which means that even yantiv is for you Where does it say yantiv is for you? Oh, you could find some Pesukim There's some nice Pesukim, right? He'll find some Pesukim mm-hmm. If you want to, you'll find any pasuk you need for anything to serve your purpose in this room. But you were created to serve the Rebbein Shalom. Whether you like it or not, whether you're, whether you're a feminist or you're not, that you can't handle the Kodesh You were created to prepare Yontif and Shabbos. It's one of the purposes of your creation. Just like a man can't handle... And say that the purpose of his creation was not to learn Torah. His purpose of creation is something else. You can't handle with the banishla. Again, you could write books. You could write books, and you could read books, and you could and you could vote for Hillary Clinton, whatever you like. You can make up a new tachlis, anything you like. You can't handle with the kadosh Remember that. All of this has already been clarified in the Torah and Torah You can't handle with a and make up a new tachlis. You can't. You think that you're doing it. But you, but you can't you're, you're, just, you're just playing a game Because because you see that Yiddishkeit Kite Is supposed to serve your needs My need is to feel good About being a woman So Yiddish Kite is now telling me That my Tachlas is not to prepare Yontif It's not my Tachlas When I say Tachlas I don't mean that's your whole tachlis. I mean, but that's an avoid of a woman To prepare Yontif The Iker Not that a man shouldn't help But the Iker Is the avoid of a woman So you could You could You could call up Gloria Steinem and say, I heard the rabbi say, I know this is going to be very hard for you to hear. You're also she's Jewish, I think. You're, you're a Jew. I heard, I was, at a, I was at a talk, and the rabbi said that my tachlis is to cook a fiyantif. And she'll she'll what's his name? She'll go crazy. She'll, I don't know how old she is, must be She's ready. She's making noise for a long time. She should be healthy. I don't have any time any problems, she should be well. But 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 what somebody said such a thing? Who said such a thing? That's the Taklas? That's his Taklas is the Kokriante. And that's his tachlis, and that's not my tachlis. It's not. And he says, she says to the woman, "That's not your tachlis to make yontif for some for some uh, guy. That's not your tachlis." And besides, all the men they're ungrateful, miserable. <laughs> that's not your tachlis. You can't handle the because we say glory. Take it easy, Glory. As the Bhish Islam said already, it's in the, it's in it's in the, it's in it's you have Bukh Hashem, that are here long before you came to this world and they're gonna be here for a long time after you leave the world. You can't handle the Banishlam. They say there's a new Takhlis for women. What's a new Takhlis? A new Tachlis is to be in the gym. You can't make a new Tachlis. You could you could you could you could think that there's a Taklas like that. But you can't handle the ravishlam, so you have to be able to accept the possibility that when you're 120, the ravishlam looks at you and says, "I'm going to have a word with you. Can have a little talk in the next room?" <laughs> what did you say your tachlis was? Your tachlis, You I heard you correcting. I have down the ravishlam's on his and his settle, whatever, and it says here I have here 726 times that you were complaining about it being a three-day young or a high young. You know, one of those things. And that your hair was oily or something. So <laughs> I have this in myself. So, but did I tell you that? Did I tell you that, that that was supposed to be something that was going to make you feel good? Yes. What about what about What about, what about that? This Angol Hashem. If you would had the, if you would have had the slightest slightest relationship with me, your greatest pleasure in the world would have been a three day yantiv. But all you want is for yourself, and there you can walk on the whole day cracks, because you had to flip a couple more things in the pot and in the, in the, on the stove, and you cracks the whole week and the whole month. It sounds like I'm simplifying. It's not just flipping a few things, whatever, whatever else is involved in in in, in preparing and 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 everything else. But that's that for that for that you didn't have a shemitz of a shaykes to me. But for that you thought it was to. That I gave for you, for you, that you should be able, that you could you could argue with it, and and you can and you could tell on me, it's okay. But but you and you could handle the, you could handle all you like with me, and you could argue with me, and you could discuss it, and you could you could create a movement against this philosophy, but you can't handle the one who created you. And we know what the Creator wants because He has told us what He wants. It's not a secret It's not a secret He's told us what he wants So if you're able to find some Rabbi or rabbinit That says things that you like And make you feel good You have to be very careful If you like it so much The likelihood is it's not true What do I mean by that? I don't mean that it shouldn't be kishmak taira. I'm not talking about taira. We love tire. But if it happens to just fit in with your lifestyle Be careful be careful. Because that Yiddish can be what you want, not what the Bani wants. So be careful. Like we learn many times, it says that in Egypt they worshipped sheep. Why? Because a sheep, the nature of a sheep is that it follows. So the Egyptians wanted a God that would follow what they want. You understand? It's very good to have a religion like that, isn't it? <laughs> Whatever I want, my religion says not only is it good, but it's holy. But I want. Not what the Creator wants, what you want. You want to be able to sit in the temple together with your with your husband, with your son? You want to sit in the synagogue with your husband's son? Poof. They vote. And there you go. The, the rabbinical council, whatever it is, voted. And, uh, and they voted. And you could sit with your you could sit with your husband and you don't want to sit with him any other time, but you could sit with him in the synagogue. There you go. How did that happen? Well, I wanted it very badly, and we lobbied the rabbinical board, whatever, we lobbied, and we made a, we made a, a tumult, and they voted, and there you go. Not only that, not only that, my, my, a person could say, my wife isn't Jewish, and guess what? They voted just now that my children are Jewish, <laughs> even though my wife is a shiksa. They voted that my children became Jews so we could have a bar mitzvah. Because my kid became Jewish. You know why? Because the rabbis voted that my kid is Jewish. You can handle with with the newspapers and you can convince the whole world that your kids are Jewish. But you can't handle the one who created them. That child's a guy. Makes no difference if you're the head of the UJA. That kid is a guy. Period. You don't like it? No. Nope. Write books and make 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 marches and programs and parades and go and go and yell about the rabbis that they're crazy and this and that. You, can't, you can you could do anything you like, but you can't handle with the one who created you, and He already told us that if the mother is not Jewish, the child is not Jewish. Period. It makes you unhappy. It's not fair. God doesn't like uh, the people. He's God is discriminating. He's a racist. He's a bigot. He's this. He's that. You say anything you like, but you can't handle with the reality of the one who made you. That's something that a persons should remember every minute of life. You can't handle Lakadash You could, you think you could maybe get away with it in, your, in our little life here, and we can get away with handling, we can get away with saying all kinds of svaris and negotiating, and making up things, and all that kind of stuff, and going. You, you can't handle the vanish You can't handle. It's like that with everything. It's like that with everything. I'm not going to go into other pratim because the. It's, you know, invariably it becomes more hurtful To me and to you To go into the pratim of life but you, can't t- you can't handle the gospel You understand You can't handle You could convince everybody If you want to dress a certain way That's not proper for a Jewish woman You can convince everybody that this is fine You can't handle the one who made you You can't handle You want to say that I don't have to, I'm a married woman I don't have to cover my hair and you can have a million explanations why it's barbaric, it's crazy, it gives me headaches, it causes me to have a... My mother doesn't... A million things. You can't handle the one who created you. And he told us in his tire that this is what has to be. Period. Either you're a taker or you're a giver. You're either a servant, or you're, a... you're either a Jew or you're a mitzvah. A person can say, it's hard for me, I need more time. Rabbi Shlom, can you give me a chance to work it out? Let's say that. Rabbi Hashanah is, is kind and he's patient. You could you could ask for more time to work something out, but you can't say, eh, that's not the way it is. You can't handle it. With him. You could ask him for an extension, but you have to, you know, it's tax season, you could ask him for an extension. You could say, you could say, it's hard for me, please, Rabbi Shalom, please, I know it's the truth, I just I'm trying loves us and he, and he works with us that's okay you try but you can't say uh, I found the rabbi who says you don't have to uh, you you can find anything you like because that's what you like and you searched hard enough you went googling till you got an answer <laughs> and the answer told you that you're fine the way you are don't worry sweetheart you don't have to put a shmat on your head you're fine you're fine there are a lot of there are a lot of very nice Jewish women that don't wear anything on there You're fine. You can't handle the barishlam. You could ask for Rahmanus. You could ask him to help you. You could ask for more time. But you can't handle. You can't say I have a different Tachlis. My Tachlis is onashaypal. Without the head covering. You can't say that. And if you say it, you could try to say that. But it's crazy. The M is crazy And it comes from Being buried in Egypt Where does it come from? I like my hair I enjoy my hair My hair makes me me feel good about myself But it's always me It's not to be a servant an Eved Does what he's told Because the Tachlis is not himself The Tachlis is the Malchus And to be part of the Malchus The tachlis is Chesed veEmes. That's the tachlis. Each person has to think of that. Just the last sentence on the page. When the person lives with this, with this clarity, that the one that the one who determines how to live in this world is not you, but it's the Abayin Shalom. And what Hashem Baruch Hu is saying to each and every one of us, he's saying like this: Yehudi Yaker, precious Jew, I got news for you. I didn't create you to live for yourself, what you like. At the next page, Leman Baruch Hu You were created, you were created, and you live in this world. I gave you this life in order to serve Hashem Baruch Hu BeEmes. According to the tachlis that I established, don't handle with me. chayev goven shonel l'chalutin. That person's life. When you live with that truth, your entire life, your entire life is transformed. Goven shonel means a different color. It takes on a different shade. Your whole life is different. You let go of a lot of the anger and frustration and bitterness that comes with. I want, I want, I want, give me the is not letting me. how come other people can why can't I I want this I will let go of that, you're an E, that's it, you're an ever i said to my I said to one of my daughters, the children, I said last because it was very hard with the children, when she was up all the time. I said to her the best thing is forget about it. she said, what I said, forget about sleep, forget about it, don't expect to ever sleep. Don't, if you, and if you have a ch- and you hop an hour, oh, it's very good. But don't don't wait for it. Don't wait for it. Because finally, by us, when the children got older and they're all sleeping, now my wife and I can't sleep because we're worried about them. <laughs> so so we're worried about the, the, the grandchildren. We're worried about everything. So we also can't sleep. So we stay up all night talking. What's going to be with this? And what's going to be with that? So I said, forget about it. If you have children, you have to forget about it. And then you know what? If you let go of that, let go of it. Just forget it. But Daddy, it's hard forget it if you if you have some sleep enjoy it and 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 then when you hear the sound and the sleep is over it's over. What you had was a special present and and you can't live every minute waiting for presents you 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 had a present it's finished and now get up and do what you have to do because if you're going to live like that and want to have children and want to be able to have yourself. It's going to be very, very hard Very hard very hard. Even when they get older it, in, different, in different ways It's very hard It's not that it's hard, it's impossible It's not just hard, it's impossible And a person lives this way Of giving And avdus It sounds like it's a bit of life Just the opposite It's a life of simch July Always simch the people who expect nothing are always happy. The people who are expecting, always expecting something, they're never happy. So why would somebody want to be unhappy? That's that's, that's what it is. So she go on. It's a craziness. I bet we will finish the pack next time.